For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome one and all to another edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby. No Defoe, just Luby here today talking with a man who's been an executive in the fashion industry for years, was with Puma for years as a sales director, and now started on his own, started a brand himself, the founder of Common Enemy. You can find them on Instagram at Con- Common Enemy basketball the one only ryan gordon joins us here today what's going on ryan how you doing hello hello i'm doing well i'm doing very well all righty so look uh full disclosure you guys and with whenever we have authors on they send us the books in regard to you do shoes and apparel you sent me shoes which is freaking cool um and i what i love is they 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 came a week or so in advance which was smart because i got to wear them and they are really great like look i'm not one to just go and buy stuff my wife is the queen of amazon the guy the amazon drivers know me by name how are the cat how are the dog i don't buy stuff um if i knew common enemy existed i would be buying a lot more stuff because the shoes were freaking amazing i i wear them like every day now um and what's interesting is the compliments because i'm a dude like it's not like people compliment guy shoes Women get compliments on their shoes. Guys don't. I walk around. I can have brand new shoes. I can have old shoes. No one gives a crap about my shoes. I've never gotten so many compliments. I I promise you on a pair of shoes in my freaking life. I don't know if it's about me or the shoes, but I'm going to pretend it's about the shoes because everywhere I go, they're like, wow, look at those shoes. So congratulations on Common Enemy. You're putting out a great product and I appreciate your time today. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much, and congratulations on on the compliments. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad we're helping up your game out on the street in the world. Well, you're with Puma yeah. forever, so you definitely know shoes. All right, so common enemy. It's not just about the shoes. Uh, you know, they always tell athletes just shut up and dribble. No, you're not going to just shut up and make shoes. You, you, your brand is about not only giving back but making a difference. And for years we've done it. We do a sports talk show, right? So I like talking about the greater good, the greater thing. And my partner who's not with us today loves mocking me because he's been in it for over 40 years. And he's like, Luby, it's cool that you want to do these things, but you have to know you're not going to make a difference. And it doesn't hurt my feelings. I just laugh. And I'm like, it's not going to change me. I'm going to talk about what I talk about, but I love that you are actively trying to make a difference. You literally are giving 5% uh, back in order of Medicare for all. Not a soul, not just, you know, black, white, not Medicare for all, for literally healthcare, something that you would think a lot of us would think is just a right for all of us. It clearly isn't worldwide. And I appreciate that you're putting your money where your mouth is when it comes to this major, major issue across the world. Thank you for that. Listen, there's, there's organizations out there that are organizing around these type of systemic changes. Okay. Yeah. And we wanted to be a type of organization that cared in a systemic way. Um, there's, there are, there are organizations, there are companies out there that give to amazing nonprofits doing incredible work day to day on sort of helping people that are kind of stuck in these moments in a really challenging system in this country. And that could be, uh, you know, a food banks or 
um, local organizations that are just supporting people with like quote unquote, quote unquote boots on the ground. Um, we um, know that that's, that's critical. We have to have that in this country. We have to have philanthropy. We have to have altruism in this country. We wanted to take a different angle. We didn't see many companies out there talking about specific legislation to improve public health. And this was an idea that coming out of the pandemic seemed so critical as a company, we didn't feel like we could just do business as usual anymore. We really had to ultimately drive product that was being supported by a bigger mission. And listen, Luby, don't get me wrong. Like the shoes have to look great. The shoes have to feel great. (laughs) You know, like no one's going to buy a crappy shoe because of the mission. No one's going to buy a crappy anything. And I don't mean to say crappy. They're just going to, it's a, they need a justification beyond the mission. We've known that for years and years. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's funny cause you'll see other, other companies in this ilk, if you will. I mean, there's no direct comparison. It's really that unique, but take like a Patagonia, for example. Um, the truth is though, a lot of people, it, it just also happens to be great, really unique product. And that's exactly what we want to do too. Well, look, and we, we also do a show that's a food show. And a lot of time we'll go to these places that are on the beach. And when you're on the beach, the food quality, a lot of the time suffers, right? It's on the beach. So you just need to be on the beach. But we, I appreciate those restaurants that are on the beach and give you good food. You guys are covering both bases. Look, what I, lo- what I appreciate about this is Common Enemy is the first performance basketball shoe brand that's working toward actual systemic change. Because look, we're in a world where I'm a, t- I'm a Twitter ex-warrior. I openly admit it. I'm on all day. I'm doing this. I do shows. I have platforms. I talk to people. And I'm complaining. And I'm bitching. And I'm moaning. And so often people will say, and I appreciate, they'll say, it, there's nothing wrong with the talking. It's okay to talk. But what are you doing? Well, you guys are actually giving 5% of every purchase to support legislation that improves not only public health, like Medicare for all, but livable minimum wage. And you actually enacted the hashtag change the game, Instagram at common enemy basketball. So that's the thing to me is you're actually taking action and not just spewing words. You sort of brought, brought up what was behind this, but what made you actually get to the place where, okay, I'm at Puma, my fashion exec. It's a cool world, but I want to be more real. I want to be really, you said out of COVID, when it came to healthcare, it's something we had issues with, but just getting living wage. That's a big topic that a lot of big companies will not touch, especially corporations. <laughs> They're usually scared of that. You actually want to make it happen. What for you made you go, you know what? I have to just get out there. I have to do something now. All of us have these stories. Yeah. All of us have been impacted by these day-to-day living circumstances. Yeah. Tens of millions, over 30 million people are are paid the the current federal minimum wage, which we know we've known for years and years going, you know, back to the nineties with uh, Barbara Einrich's famous book, Nickel and Dimes, that you cannot live, you cannot work a full-time job 40 hours a week and survive on these types of wages. These are, you know, not, these these are what we see happening at the state level too, with, uh, with, with state um, uh, minimum wage increases that have, yeah, bypassed the federal level. Like, this is, these are, these are bipartisan, you know, dinner table issues. Like everyone agrees, you know, you work hard, like you work hard, you get paid a fair, a fair wage. Um, I've, yeah, I've personally like, no, I've, I've been in these positions before, but for me, just in generally speaking about public health, um, uh, like I said, we all have our stories. I have stories related to, uh, my oldest sister ended up being a, 
um, you know, a, uh, a, a victim of the opioid crisis wow. here in this country. Um, I appreciate that. I have, uh, I have a son um, that uh, my, my 12 year old son is, uh, was diagnosed at an early age with autism spectrum disorder. Um, you know, this is a, he is a, um, him and he, our family and I, we, you know, we are um, direct um, beneficiaries of the American with Disabilities Act, the IDEA Act uh, coming out of uh, Congress in the 90s. Like we know firsthand, we all know firsthand what Congress is able to do mm-hmm. for individuals. And for me, um, while I was at Puma and had a chance to see the rise, they're, they're kind of like re, uh, reigniting of their basketball d- division. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, I started thinking that, you know, basketball and political activism, social justice, they've been bedfellows for a very long time. Yep, and yep. There's, there, there's a very clear reason for that in my mind. It's, it's one of the most diverse games in the country and on the planet. Yep. And it touches so many different people that understand these day-to-day issues. So what, (laughs) how honest you'll be, what, if any, has the blowback been? Because again, you are in the corporate machine. Puma is one of the biggest companies in the world. The fashion industry is as corporate as it comes. What has been the blowback? What have you gotten from the industry overall? The people that you used to work with, the people that you still work with now, what has been the idea? Because I know a lot of companies, every company gives, they do. They have charities, they have 501Cs, they, they, they all give for good. Whatever the reasons are, I don't care, to be brutally honest. I appreciate that they give. You, to me, it doesn't feel like just something cause celeb. To me, your company is literally based around it. Every single sale. This isn't just, oh, there was an earthquake. Oh, there was a famine. Oh, there was a fire. This is just you guys. This is just your company. You want to actually make systemic change. What have you gotten from people in the industry, those you work with, those you used to work with, on what you're trying to do? Yeah, it obviously comes up with with uh, former colleagues and industry leaders that I've spoken with, and and frankly speaking, prospective investors. You know, where they're like, "Well, who's being alienated here? You know, yeah. who are who? You know, who are you deliberately not targeting?" And for us, and I, I appreciate you bringing this up, Luby, and. And honestly, like you clearly understand the distinction here of what we're trying to do compared to the giving of, of some of these other organizations. And by the way, I should call out that the 5% of sales, th- that amount is kind of unprecedented too. That's I a lot. Kind of it. it is. <laughs> it is. Um, so we know exactly what we're doing um, in that regard. We wanted it to be meaningful. It wasn't a token gesture, right? It's 5% of every sale. And that's a starting point, to be honest. We that's hope we crazy. could increase that. Oh, wow. But um, yeah, there's been, there's been um, you know, a lot of like kind of uh, gentle um, chiding, if you will, um, <laughs> from, you know, former execs. Like they, they see, you know, some eye rolling, like Looking they understand. Down. Yeah, but I think also people, by and large, there's been just mainly um, a commending spirit um, to say, listen, you're going for this. You have this flexibility. Um, Do it. And we like to think of this as, I mean, not to be kind of like grandiose about it, but like, could this be the, like, there's been a lot of discussion about environmental sustainability and like that as a focal point for companies. This is different. Again, I want to be clear. This is different. And a lot of people, uh, the question has come up, like, is this a turning point of, you know, maybe like a, you, you're probably familiar with the expression, corporate social responsibility, CSR, yes. you know, yes. is this a CSR 2.0 moment, right? Like, could we, could we bring other, 
companies into the into the fray here. Well, and that's the thing is like even okay, the environment. Yes, there's certain sect that still is sort of weird when it comes to the environment, but the majority of people understand the environment, right? It's not. It's more of a bipartisan issue than so television would lead on. Yeah. Medicare, <laughs> healthcare is not by. It should be bipartisan. I agree with you. Should be. It's not. If you watch any news source, it's not bipartisan. So I, minute, wages is not bipartisan. Again, it should be. It's not. I so I, I again, like you're saying, yes, companies will delve into these topics. But like I'm talking about shoes, like Michael Jordan said, Republicans buy shoes too, right? So Michael Jordan never talked about any of this stuff. And we've seen throughout time, it didn't just start with LeBron. Luau Cinder, not Kareem, Luau Cinder was doing this, okay? Absolutely. Uh, Arthur Ashe was doing, doing this. Like for years, athletes and social issues have been out there. But you, for the most part, it's the issues that you, you can easily get behind. I give you credit because you're diving into something that is highly political and that is highly politically charged and not easy and could, hopefully it won't, could alienate people. So I commend you for doing that. And you, you sort of, you know, poo-pooed the lament that you've gotten from people. I feel like that's, a, so you're being nice. I feel like people in the industry are like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> like, honestly, because look, it's about money. We know it's about money. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. Money makes the world go round. But I do appreciate when people who are making money, making the decisions, also remember not everyone's where I am. Not everyone's where I have been. Not everyone's where I'm going to be. Like, that means a lot to, to, to me. And I think it's important. And like you said, I'm curious if hopefully it can start a wave, maybe small, but eventually other companies realizing, we don't always have to be so greedy. Like it, there's enough to go around for everyone. Oh, absolutely. It's really strange to think that we're talking about this sort of like 50 to 60 year, you know, difference in that, this, that, that particular moment where you're talking about um, Luau Cinder and sort of that, that momentum coming out of the civil rights movement. Um, but, you know, when, when, when we talk about what Dr. King was really, you know, ultimately driving behind it was economic justice when we look yes. at bayard rustin and you know in the and the uh and the freedom march in washington that was about economic justice that was about all these things tied to the day-to-day -day living circumstances of so many people not just not just people like any anyone that had been formally disenfranchised um and like we definitely have seen those types that type of momentum really kind of driven back by a lot of you know corporate leaders that have come, risen to more and more prominence in you know in in government influence and um, in this you know kind of uh, very simple but misguided force of uh, ideological force coming out of economics of you know maximizing shareholder value and you know we've heard talks now over the last five to ten years. Um, pushed by and large by a lot of people working very, very hard um, in the political arena to start looking at things through the lens of us uh, uh, stakeholders versus shareholders, right? Looking at the bigger picture. What are the decisions we make on a day-to-day -day basis going to mean 10, 15, 20, 50 years from now? Yep. And that's the perspective we're trying to take. It yep. feels very no-nonsense, very practical to us. And I, I would just want to correct one thing you said earlier. If you, if you mind, I don't have the polls no. with me. Uh, on my at my fingertips, but 
there, there, we do see by and large, at least on a few key issues and some of the key ones that we talk about, um, increasing the, the federal minimum wage, uh, you know, reducing the med- reducing the uh, the Medicare age and and paid family medical leave, we do see a you know a, a majority nice. of Americans coming. Hey, I hope I'm wrong. Support of that. <laughs> like I said, yeah. I hope it's bipartisan. I just over the years, you know, you'll get fights about things that you would think are not political and should not be fought, but then you you hear it and it's like okay, it has been polarized. <laughs> no, you're completely right in the fact that it has been polarized. But yeah. that's message. That's message versus reality. Reality. You know, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm so appreciative you're, you're willing to, you know, kind of wade into these waters to talk about these big things. I mean, again, a lot of people, a lot of the questions I get sometimes are why basketball? And, uh, you know, and for me, it's, it always, it, it always seemed very obvious, you know, what's going on in my background there? I don't know. That's great. You had party. It was like perfectly timed. You're like, why basketball? And then went off. I'm like, I love basketball too. Where are my fire? <laughs> I'm like, I grew up playing ball. My whole life is about second basketball and football. Like, I'm all about ball. Like, I have two basketballs behind me signed from different athletes. Like, I'm like, that's not fair that I didn't get the fireworks. Um, you're doing basketball. It's basketball uh, shoes now. Where do we see Common Enemy going? Are you focused on this? Is this a long? Like, do you have more apparel, other sports? Like, wh- where are you trying to go with this long term when it comes to the actual gear? Yeah, well, we have other business ethos, too, that kind of guide our day-to-day practices. One thing that we see, um, a mistake that a lot of our competitors make is trying to sort of like scratch up, uh, scrape up any area of business they can to maximize that that revenue. And um, we certainly want to be as profitable um, and as competitive as possible as quickly as possible. But we really believe in the notion of staying laser focused on what our core competency is and doing and making it as good as we can and really trying to take that kind of like kaizen approach to small incremental changes to making it like as competitive as possible when we are dealing with some of the world's biggest you know footwear and apparel uh competitors start small think big i love it Ryan, appreciate your time. I, I, hopefully we can talk again in the future. I think your cause is something that we all should be championing. And well, I hope you. more businesses, organizations out there, keep doing what you're doing. The passing charity is fine with me, but more from the base, base ground up, I think it's fantastic. Thank you so much for your time, Ryan, and hopefully we get to talk again soon. Thank you, and I'm so glad you like the shoes. Fantastic. I'm I'm not wearing them today, but I've worn them the last five days straight. My wife's like, Jesus, those shoes are great. I'm like, I know. Ryan's the friggin' man. Ryan, thank you so much, and congratulations once again. My pleasure. Thanks, Luke. Uh, one and only Ryan Gordon. It is common enemy. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. I don't look, I, I'm sure it means I don't buy shoes a lot because I don't. I, I, I it, they last me forever. But I will tell you, I bought shoes before, and no one, no one looks at my shoes and gives me any credit. Every time I wear these shoes, the common enemy, they're really cool. They're all black. I don't do all black often, but they're all black. But, like, they're really nice, and they're really comfortable. They, like, first of all, the cause is cool, and what they're doing is cool. But the, like Ryan said, the shoe is really good looking and really comfortable. So check out Common Enemy again, at Common Enemy Basketball on Instagram. And appreciate everyone who tuned in now. We'll tune in later. Again, this is After Hours. No default, just Luby. Appreciate it. And like Defoe always says, whether you're Alabama and you luck out every freaking time on the field and off, or you're my Florida State Seminoles who got freaking screwed in historic fashion, you got to believe.
Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. Let me ask you a question. What do you look for when you go out to eat? Good food, obviously. Friendly atmosphere, not too loud, but good energy, reasonable prices, and a place where you feel comfortable. All those ingredients, <laughs> no pun meant there, are hard to find unless you're talking about the Texas Roadhouse. You see, they encompass all of those attributes. Really, really good food, amazing atmosphere, good for a family, good for a date, or just a night out for yourself, and prices that will make you extremely happy. Their ribs unmatched. Steaks hand-cut every day. Everything, and I mean everything, is made on site, including their incredible bread. It's the one day, folks, that you can forget about low-carb diets. Trust me when I tell you, Texas Roadhouse, your restaurant, your destination, when you say, where should we go and eat tonight? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.